0: A key teaching of Jesus and his apostles, as we see it revealed throughout the New Testament, was of the coming of the Lord. This is presented as a day in history where Jesus the Christ will appear again, and with his appearing, bring about the final, ultimate defeat of sin and death through his resurrection of the dead and his judging of the world in righteousness. Yet That topic, which we often refer to as having to do with the end times, because it marks the end of human history as we know it, can be a source of a lot of confusion among believers. It can even be a source of some outright deception. There's big business in the end times with bookshelves full of volumes about it, some outright works of fiction, some trying to analyze it from a theological perspective, some doing a little bit of both as they try to read the signs of the times. Movies are produced in apocalyptic settings, and the impacts are large. Discussions of the end time can be something that rattles the faith of individual believers. It can be something that shapes foreign policy of entire nations based on how people have historically understood some of the things taught about the coming of Jesus in the New Testament. Yet all of this confusion, all of this energy around the coming of the Lord isn't unique to our day and age. It's something that we've not only seen throughout history, but we even see within the pages of the New Testament itself. While the New Testament was still being written, while Jesus' apostles were crisscrossing the world proclaiming the good news about Jesus, Some of those earliest disciples would often encounter difficult questions, confusion, even deception about these things, and it was very important to Jesus' apostles to correct those misconceptions because the stakes around them were very real. Like when Paul wrote his first letter to the Thessalonians, where in chapter 4 beginning with 13 we read, but we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers What appears to be going on in the ancient city of Thessalonica at this point is some confusion. The apostle Paul had had to leave their town rather suddenly, and it seems like there were some things that they just, in ignorance, hadn't learned yet, or some things that he had maybe started to introduce, but they didn't fully understand, and Paul has since learned that the Christians there are struggling, specifically because they think that as their brothers and sisters are passing away, since Jesus hadn't come back yet, maybe that meant they were going to miss the coming of the Lord entirely. But it was important to Paul to clear that up, not just so that they'd have the right facts, but so that they wouldn't grieve as those who had no hope. Paul recognized that them clearly understanding the coming of the Lord was critical to how they lived as Christians each day, especially in difficult circumstances. Of course, some of the confusion around these things, even in the first century, wasn't just the product of ignorance or misunderstanding. There were efforts to outright deceive people, including in that same city of Thessalonica. Because in Paul's second letter to the Thessalonians, in chapter 2, beginning with the first verse, we read, Now concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and our being gathered together to him, we ask you, brothers, Not to be quickly shaken in mind or alarmed, either by a spirit or a spoken word or a letter seeming to be from us, to the effect that the day of the Lord has come. In this case, the particular misunderstanding was some people seemed to be saying that Jesus had already come again. And this was really shaking the faith of many of the Christians there. It was alarming a great deal of them. So it was important to Paul to dispel that, because it wasn't true, but also because of the detrimental impact that that kind of deception had on the real-life faith of people trying their hardest to follow Jesus. Because whenever things are said that aren't true, that aren't in line with what Jesus and his apostles preached and prophesied and taught, It can be damaging for our faith in more ways than just creating misunderstanding about that particular issue of the end times. Like when the Apostle Paul wrote to the Christians in the ancient city of Corinth in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, starting with verse 12. Now, if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, Paul says there, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? and you are still in your sins then those also who have fallen asleep in christ have perished if in christ we have hope in this life only we are of all people most to be pitied you see here then how crucial it is that we as followers of jesus truly understand the circumstances around the coming of Jesus, around the resurrection of the dead, around the day of judgment. It's not just a special topic for us to address when it catches our fancy. There are real-life implications that when we're ignorant of these things, it takes away our opportunity to feel hope in difficult circumstances. When there are voices trying to deceive us about these things, it shakes people's faith, it causes alarm. When things are said that aren't true, they call into question other fundamental foundational things about our faith. There's real consequences. That's why in this new series of daily devotionals, we're going to take head-on the teachings of Jesus and his apostles when it comes to this issue of the coming of the Lord. We want to hear from them what they taught and preached about this crucial issue so that our faith can be firm, so that we can have hope and comfort, so that we can be stirred on to live every day ready for when Jesus comes. Because that is what matters. Don't let anyone deceive you.